So you want to hear about a book, but you're always on the go. Just sit back and relax, my friend, because I've got a mini-sode of Dustin Can Read. Fright Vision, The Cursed Coin, by Culliver Krantz. The sky just darkened above RJ and Shelley's lemonade stand. Business is booming as usual. A crowd has formed. RJ sees a strange masked figure with a cane slowly approaching. Who is that? Doesn't anyone else notice this guy? The crowd parts without turning his way. He towers over RJ as he stops in front of the stand. RJ gulps. <clears throat> What's this guy going to do to him? Why doesn't anyone else see him? What's going on? The person buys a cup of lemonade and drinks it through the mask quietly and leaves. Seriously, what was that about? And why didn't anyone notice him? His sister looked right at the guy, but she's saying she didn't see him? Huh? This is my first venture into the Frightverse universe, and already I can feel a difference in storytelling. This is not Goosebumps. It's edgier. It seems to jump right into the scary story instead of teasing us too much. If I had to compare it to something my generation is familiar with, I kind of think of it as a younger Are You Fair to the Dark? It just feels a little bit more mature than the hijinks and goosebumps, but not quite young adult territory. The story focuses on 12-year-old RJ, a wimp, a scaredy cat. Seriously, this kid needs some therapy stat. Though I do like how he has his own little catchphrase. <laughs> he likes to say flying fish sticks when he's surprised or frustrated. It's pretty cute. His sister Shelly is two years younger than him and has about five times the bravery. She decides to check out the creepy castle-like house down the street, number 13. They usually stay away from that house because it's just got to be haunted. I mean, come on, why wouldn't it be? Also, there is some history between them and the lake that sits just beyond the grounds of number 13. Let's just say something bad happened there once and leave it at that for now. So Shelley finds a mysterious coin. It's hot as fire and glows green. RJ tries to get rid of it. It almost seems like the coin is begging him for, for him to like throw it into the lake. Seeing as RJ just doesn't want to go near the lake, you can see how this can be a problem. He just throws it into the yard. Thinking that he got rid of it, he later finds that Shelley went back and got it. Stupid little kid. He sees that it's making Shelly ill, causing her to develop boils in her hands and her arms. Her attitude has shifted. She's meaner than before. So RJ examines the coin, a seemingly ordinary quarter, but it changes. Where George Washington's head once was is now an evil skull. It burns his hand and continues to glow green. All of this is present on the cover of the book, which is actually nicely illustrated. The ebook cover I have for it is a nice slimy green, and there's these purple hues that like keep it creepy but light. Nice job. Back to the story. Things get weirder as this masked guy keeps showing up. 
He doesn't say anything, but RJ quickly names him the Impaler. For some reason, that isn't made entirely clear. So the Impaler has a very ominous presence as he scares the daylights out of these kids. We don't know much about him at first, but it's obvious that this, quote, creature wants that coin. So RJ wants to rid himself of this cursed coin, but they can't even touch it without breaking out in boils and hives all over. Not to mention this overwhelming sense of evil that comes over RJ whenever he holds it in his hands. And putting it in a makeshift carrying case doesn't seem to work. It just burns right through it. I was seriously worried about how they were going to pull this off without touching that coin. For real, that seems impossible. The stakes are definitely high for these protagonists. And like I said before, the story doesn't hold back before getting right into the action. It moved along nicely, too, with a great flow from chapter to chapter. And for once, not a ton of bogus chapter cliffhangers. Come on. I mean, a couple of teases are okay, but after a while, it just gets old when the author cries wolf so much. So I appreciate the restraint on this one, Mr. Krantz. It has a lot of self-deprecating humor, which anyone can relate to, along with a little, you know, slapstick, silly kid shenanigans. Kids. I was pleasantly surprised by this book. I actually could see this turning into a TV series with animation that reflects something like Paranorman or anything like, uh, maybe like Coraline. The visuals of some of the characters later on really aligns with these characters' designs in my mind. This is the first book in the Fright Vision book series. Culliver Krantz actually gives us a backstory to the Fright Vision name in the book, so, so something else, you know, that I appreciated. There are about eight books in the Fright Vision series so far, and adding to that, I absolutely love the fact that Krantz lets other authors come in and share stories under the Fright Vision name. It gives it this taste of variety that's missing from other series and, you know, from kids' books. Kudos for that. Be sure to check out The Cursed Coin or any other Fright Vision book. You can find them on Amazon or in Fright Vision's store on Etsy. If you want more information about Culliver Krantz or the Fright Vision series, you can find them on Instagram or Facebook under Fright Vision Books, or check out their website at FrightVisionBooks.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Dustin can read. <laughs>